Hey, man. Happy New Year. <laughs> you took my joke. That's pretty good. I thought it was funny. I was. I wanted to do it. Yeah. How'd you spend your New Year? <laughs> well, you're not gonna believe this, right? Yeah. Tell me. About I got it. stabbed, and Whoa. so <laughs> it's pretty crazy that we're doing this in my hospital room right now. I can't laugh. It hurts. Um, oh no! I'm in so much pain. <laughs> Oh no, man, it was crazy! And honestly, it was my, it was me who did it. It was a it was a, it was a dare. There was a New Year dare. Hey, can I tell you something? I said I don't want to end twenty twenty two. You know, I said I've never broken a bone and I've never been stabbed. Yeah. And you were like, well, you can do both of those tonight. Yeah. And so, um, so I I I broke a bone in yeah. Sydney, Australia, and yep. then I flew to <laughs> Vegas. Vegas. And got and stabbed. Got yeah. stabbed by myself, like right in my lung, punctured a lung. You yep. know. Yep. So I mean, that's great. You know, well, bring, hey, uh, bring it in the new year. Totally unrelated. Sure. Uh, I dare you in like a month and a half <laughs> to stab yourself. <laughs> great. That's my birthday. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, we're recording this in November. <laughs> It's, it's we're, we, yeah, we're recording this pretty far in the past. So yeah, welcome to the past. You know, my favorite thing about recording episodes lately what? is we. I mean, we are so far ahead that by the time it comes out and I really listen to it, I go, ah, oh, man, we we made some jokes back then. <laughs> I just forgot. <laughs> I, I forget everything then. we said. Yeah, if you guys could shut up. I know oh, your well, iPhone doesn't work. He's ruder than I am. I was, I'm so sorry. <laughs> So y'all know if you block Tim's camera, that <laughs> is what comes out of him. <laughs> rage. No, I really want to hit this. I want this in the episode. This no. is interesting. This God, is really interesting. So I really long. want this. This was an interesting one. Ah, I'm here against my will. <laughs> Things I learned last night. Anyways, uh, have you ever heard of Nolan Bushnell? What? Have you ever heard of Nolan Bushnell? Nolan Bushnell. Nolan Bushnell. Okay, Bushnell is not a one word. It's two. Bush. It, no, it's one word. Oh, Nolan K. Bushnell. No. K is a word, not a letter. K. It is a letter, but in this context, in this it's context, a word. it's a word. But it's also still in this still context, a letter because it starts the K. So, uh, Nolan K. What Bush, if his middle Bushnell. name was Nolan Q U E? You know. K. K. <laughs> No one K. No one K. Yeah, it starts with a K. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, oh, 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 oh queer. <laughs> Gosh, I hate so, that joke so much. What? Uh, okay. Uh, no, Nolan Bushnell. He's famous um, for something. Oh. Uh, he started a uh, company. You might have heard of called Atari. 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 Oh, um, and yeah, that's the theory that these buildings are old. What? Yeah, Atari. Uh, Atartaria. Atari. Oh my Atari. gosh. <laughs> that's a conspiracy. Atartaria. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, he started Atari. He started Atari and did a lot of other things that okay. I'm really excited to tell you about. Um, but first, uh, let's talk about. His life. Um, so he was uh, a kid once, born in 1943. <laughs> he was a kid. <laughs> That's been my favorite dad joke lately, by the way. I, I meet kids at shows. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you never had a conversation with an eight year old. Yeah. You know? yeah so, I, so I always just go, How old are you? And they go, I'm eight. 
They're always so loud. Yeah. And so I go, they go I'm eight. And I go, oh, okay. I was like, oh, I was eight once. And yeah. they go, huh. <laughs> you know, and their parents laugh at it and they go, <laughs> their brains don't get it. Yeah. I, uh, I volunteer at kids church and I, I do that, but instead of saying I was eight once, I, I, say, I volunteer to I save say the whales. I, I volunteer to fight climate change. <laughs> so, as far as you know, I know that you, who you volunteers better. I, Who's volu- I volunteer, who does better volunteer, I volunteer work? a lot. <laughs> I volunteer at Tennessee volunteer games. <laughs> I'm a volunteer volunteer. Yeah, how, yeah. Who's your favorite player? Oh, I'm not a fan. I'm just a volunteer. I'm just a vomit. I'm here to serve. <laughs> Can I open a door for you or something? How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> really, I was I was thirty eight once. <laughs> That's crazy. I hate this. So, so Nolan was a kid. Yeah, Nolan was a kid. Uh, so here's the he thing. He grew up like people do. <laughs> uh, growing up, his dad his dad was a cement uh, uh, worker, built made cement. Uh, and okay. Um, his dad was like kind of a handyman. Sure. So there's just always stuff lying around. He said the good thing about having stuff lying around is you could build stuff out of it. And so like he was like a crafty kid. Um, and so he started crafting all these different things as a kid, uh, like making little inventions. Uh, one of his proudest moments was he in uh, uh, third grade, he took a jacket uh, and he put <laughs> a flashlight in the front and a red light in the back and then wired the jacket down to the pocket so he could have his hand in his pocket and turn on his brake light and turn on his headlights. <laughs> so people wouldn't run into him. You're, in not, the hallway. you're not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm, so serious. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> if my kid comes to the living room and is like, look, I made this. I'm gonna go one day you're gonna be really rich, but today you're gonna get beat up. <laughs> yeah, today <laughs> right? you're gonna get I'm punched in the teeth. And, <laughs> You're gonna deserve it. Okay. Yeah, you you earned that beating. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing worse is if you're in the hallway and you go red light, green light, and like you're following traffic rules in the hallway. That's a weird. Kid. Yeah, you turn. He, like, he you know a that he's honking at people with his mouth. You know he's like. <laughs> She's like, would you just get in here? He's like, I gotta wait for the lights. <laughs> and she has to walk over and. Change the light <laughs> so that he will walk into the classroom, <laughs> and then he parallel parks into his desk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the the glasses with the mirrors, and he's backing in. <laughs> he hits people. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't oh, leave no. a note. <laughs> uh, he just drives away. He hits and runs. He hits and runs. <laughs> yeah, we got a really big problem with this guy who keeps hitting running kids in the middle school. <laughs> Freaking! <laughs> oh he broke gosh. his arms. Like I think it's totaled, guys. It's totaled. <laughs> hey, uh, you just a little scratch. Yeah. He's literally walking by scratch. It's just, just a scratch. Yeah, <laughs> it's a dent. Jeez. Is okay. he just like door checking people with his elbow now? Just, like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Maybe you'll leave some more room next time. <laughs> He's, got a little, He's taking up two two a desks, mini, a mini squeegee for his glasses. <laughs> oh man! All right, um, yeah. So there's that. He did that. Um, he did well. I mean, that's a. He tried to sell it, uh, but none of his friends were interested in buying it. Okay. Um, he's like, he's like, I'll make you one. And, and they, they were, were like, like, okay. 
get away from me. Um, and then um, uh, shortly after that, his dad died. Um, and he, that was really hard on him. I watched sure. a documentary on G4. Did you remember G4? Did you get G4? Uh, it, what? It was like a gaming channel, oh. like a video game channel. No. It was pretty bad. Uh, it doesn't exist anymore. Um, pretty bad how? Like just bad quality or like inappropriate? Um, it was like kind of misogynistic. Like mm. it was like it was like a, a video game channel and like it sure. was very clearly made by a bunch of like middle-aged white dudes in 98, you know? Oh, you got it. Yeah. yeah. And so it was, it was rough. I think about that <laughs> with that show that was MTV, like girl code and guy code. Oh yeah. Those, it was it was a product of that era. For and sure. then you're like, wow, how how was this a show you yeah know? yeah that g4 was yeah there's a lot of famous gifts from g4 that are like got weird it. uh anyways um but g4 and had one a day that'll be us just poorly <laughs> aged content <laughs> stuff that's like wow if they knew then they're making fun of the jacket with the brake lights but we <laughs> all, all have walking them. around <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 2007, <laughs> our shorts said juicy, and now they say stop. <laughs> yield. <laughs> you've got a, you've got a, a yield to pedestrian on the back of your pants. Bright yellow pants. <laughs> Gotta keep myself safe out in the streets. Oh my gosh. It's, it's for the Teslas. They can't see without the bright colors. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, no, <laughs> I hate the dystopian nightmare that we would all have to wear bright colored clothes so that the so automatic the cars, cars don't hit you. us. <laughs> Jeez, dude, that's dark. That is dark. Yeah, hey, you, what are you wearing? You can't wear that. That's dark. Yeah, well, your clothes I, need to be brighter. Yeah, <laughs> here, <laughs> carrying around an extra rain jacket with you. Don't worry, I got a bright shirt. Um, yeah, so his. I was watching this G four documentary about how his he, his dad's death really impacted him. Yeah, and he was that narrator. I'm sure you've heard that narrator. He narrated a ton of like documentary stuff from the 2000s on like no History Channel did? and Discovery. No, the narrator oh. that was talking about it. Um, and in this, he was like, he was like, and then his dad died, and it was a big impact on his life. <laughs> and it was like, why are you no. talking like that? <laughs> That's not like he did like all the like VH one home tour shows. No, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was a big impact on his life. So then he started Atari. Well, (laughs) and his life was going really good until he got the diagnosis from his doctor. (laughs) You're like, oh, that's not. You shouldn't say that. Why are you talking like that? Yeah. Up next. He's got like one tone. <laughs> Wait till he finds out his wife's secret. <laughs> You're like, well, no, like, you can't say this. Would you uh, rather that, or we would rather like the dramatic TLC guy who's like up next? Oh yeah, but it's like never dramatic. It's never yeah. like they've just switched. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good episode of Trading Spaces. Wife swap. <laughs> The family where everyone talks like that, like super high energy and the family where everyone's super dramatic. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, so his dad died and that was like a big impact on him because his dad a was like super impact. creative. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> you yeah, so I was yeah rough. Yeah, so he uh, he was kind of one of those kids who kind of just was like 
a business mogul, you know? Like he, he invented okay. the jacket and nobody bought it. Yeah, just an entrepreneur. He was like selling, he would go door to door selling like strawberries or something. Yeah. Uh, like I did this as a kid. You sold strawberries? I sold Reese's peanut butter cups. Hmm. Interesting. 25 cents each. Did, yeah, 25. Did you make money? Yeah. Hey, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I bought the like the dozen packs yeah. for like four bucks or whatever. Interesting. And then sold them for 25 cents. You know what I mean? A dollar a pack. You know, I didn't understand profit margin back then. I knew I, I made more mm-hmm. than what I bought it for. Interesting. But I, I should have done at least 50 cents a piece. Yeah. Huh. Well, he made, he made the jackets and after making the jacket and nobody wanted it, yeah. he was messing around with the jacket, trying to modify it and make it more interesting for people. And he realized that if he took the nine volt battery and modified that nine volt battery a little bit and put a switcher on it, he could make a little shocker. Like basically, <laughs> and he said, those flew off the shelves. <laughs> That'll sell baby. <laughs> Speaking of taste. Oh God. By now, it should have happened. I mean, by the time this episode comes out. If you're out, listening to this and he hasn't been tased yet, well, I mean, you know what you did on New Year's. <laughs> yeah, I stabbed Jaren and then I got tased for it. 10 minutes till midnight. <laughs> time for Tim to get tased. <laughs> I want us to start a reality TV show and have that guy narrate it. No, I just want us to start a reality TV show. But um, okay, so he modifies a battery, makes a little shocker, and he's selling this. What age is he selling this at? This is uh, this 10. is still why he's like a kid. Yeah, he's a kid. He's a child. Um, oh, I can tase people. He yeah, he's know. like I can yeah. give this to my friends and they'll buy it. Um, so started selling that. Got really into ham radio. Uh, was playing around with that. This is the the. Fifties, uh, right? Sure. Uh, well, honestly, the forties, late forties, early fifties, um, and so he's really into all this stuff, right? Uh, ends up going to Utah State University for college, where he enrolls in engineering. And on the first day of school, freshman, he says, um, <clears throat> "I know at an engineering school like this, obviously the professors all get at their own office, and the grad students who have like part of their graduate program is to teach a course, they get an office." And so he goes to where all the offices are in the university, brings a bunch of books, and then sits down, makes a sign that has his name on it, and but like puts it on the wall outside of the room, and then just puts a bunch of books in there and just is hanging out in the office. And he said, sure enough, a graduate student walked in and was like, "Hey, I think this is," and he's like, "Oh, we must be office mates." <laughs> and he's like, here, and like scooted all the, the his books over and his desk. And he's like, I think there's another desk down the hall. You can pull that in. And so he's like, I got an office, my freshman year, <laughs> and shared an office with this graduate student. And because of that, that's what we did here. <laughs> yeah, what you guys don't know yeah, sorry. is this is over here. This is a T-Mobile office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like their sales office. Yeah. Like people are coming They're, in for yeah. customer service. Please be quiet. Yeah. If you guys can shut up. Thank I know oh, your well, iPhone doesn't work. He's ruder than I am. I was. I'm so sorry. Yeah. We're gonna key your car. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So he got himself an office his freshman year, and this was, this opened up a big door for that's him. That's a because- parasite. That's like that's. Interesting. Okay. What do you mean? A parasite? Par- yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, just kind of moves into somebody else's space and just slowly takes it over. <laughs> well, he didn't take it over. What happened was he was able, because of 
having this office space, he was treated like he was a graduate student. Oh my gosh. And so he got welcomed into this engineering program for all the graduate students and they got to work on some high level projects and he got to have FaceTime with some important people in the university that a freshman shouldn't have. (laughs) Yes. Um, So that was a big uh, networking. Guys, who's that that 12 year old looking guy who keeps tasing people? (laughs) Yeah, with with the blinker on his jacket. (laughs) Yeah. He's a great. He's a grand. Okay. I mean, yeah. he's, he's I, mean I bought a jacket from him. <clears throat> he's got an office. Yeah, they're all wearing. <laughs> they're all wearing jackets. And we don't even care if he's not a grad student. He's cool. Yeah, he's got cool jackets. <laughs> uh, and so he's he's studying engineering. Um, not doing well at it though because he uh, as a freshman. Yeah. Well, he was doing a couple things. One, um, he was obviously working on all these engineering projects that were for grad students, right? Sure. Um, but two, he learned uh, that there was this entertainment center uh, like a what's the word I'm looking for a theme park uh, oh. uh, that was hiring and it was like the place in town that was like the fun place to work. Sure. Right? And so he's like he's like well they don't pay anything. It's dirt cheap, but it's he kind showed of- up. There was a desk. <laughs> <laughs> he sat down. The owner of the park comes in <laughs> and he's like and he's like, like this is my day. And he goes we must be office we must buddies. be office maids <laughs> and he goes oh. oh. <laughs> So he be. started designing roller coasters. Yeah, they started, and none of them worked correctly. <laughs> killed so many people. He killed a lot of people, and they ended up hiring him to build Disney. And they World. fired the original owner because they thought it was his fault, <laughs> right? And so then he's out here just he's he's still building coasters still to building, this day, and they're really bad. But yeah, so then that's why that I'm was next on coaster <laughs> disasters. <laughs> that was the show. Is that guy? He's just yeah. Like, oh man. Um, no, so he he found out about the amusement park. Sure, they paid nothing. It was a dollar an hour, wow. um, which at the time was minimum wage, but it was a dollar an hour. Um, but he found out you could make commissions here for games if you could get people to play games. Okay, and so they had like theme park games and quarter of play, um, and he would get a commission off that. And he got really good at selling those games, so much so that he eventually got promoted to night manager. And learned a ton about running a gaming business, um, yeah. And how those quarter play and like you want to make sure he's like he's like you want to make sure no one plays more than three minutes. And so it's like you right. got to keep it quick and you got to keep that turning over. Like understood the profit margins, understood managing teams. He said he had 160 employees he was managing at night. Um, all the payroll, all the stuff like he was managing all that at night. And so he's like he's like I look back at that as my MBA. He said I learned everything I needed to learn. Yeah. Um, in that program. Uh, and then so he graduated because he spent so much time working on this job and he was working on a bunch of other random little sure. side projects like he does building jackets, you know, um, electro jackets yeah, <laughs> and weird things like that. Um, and so he graduated college with a 1.9. Um, nice. Barely, <laughs> barely <Nice>. skated by. <laughs> yes. Um, and his placement officer at his school was like, you're going to have a really tough f- time finding a job. Um, and he's like, I took that as a challenge. And so he went. Um, He's like, "Well, I mean, it's pretty easy to get an office. <laughs> We're in mine right now." And she was like, "This is my office." He goes, "Buddies." Huh. Oh, we're office. I guess we're buddies. office. I guess mates. we're coworkers. Yeah. He just slowly <laughs> takes other people's jobs. Uh, so he, he turns around. He goes, "It's gonna be pretty hard for you to find a job." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like. I, I have this. 
Well, according to your transcript, you have a 1.9. <laughs> <laughs> like, just slowly takes over other people's lives. Yeah, just waits for the advisor to go out to lunch. And takes their takes desk. the office. And this is me. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. How, how many people do you have to get in on it for someone to believe that? Like they come back that, from. How many people do what? How many people in the office do you have to get in on that joke for that person to believe it? Well, I don't know. Let's find out. What do we got? How many people got downstairs? <laughs> you know, I don't know who you are at all. This is this guy's been doing this job this whole time. He's been here for ten years, yeah, and it's like an eight-year-old kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's been here for ten years. Hey, thanks for being here for this episode of Things I Learned Last Night. Uh, if you like this and you want to check out other episodes, please go through our back catalog. There is literally like a hundred and something episodes that you can go check out. One of my favorites is Stanley Meyer, a guy who allegedly invented a water-powered vehicle and then took that invention everywhere and then mysteriously died. So we go through the whole theories of what could have happened to him or like why his idea was plausible, not plausible. Really great episode. But other than that, thank you so much for being here and checking out this one. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, summer's here, and what that means is it's starting to get warmer at night. And if you're anything like me, that means you're waking up all night long covered in a whole lot of sweat. We're all friends here. We can be honest with each other. And if that's you, I recommend you check out Miracle Made. Miracle Made is crazy because their sheets are inspired by NASA. They have this silver infused fabric and it regulates temperature, which means if it's too hot at night, it helps keep you cool. And if it's too cold at night, it helps keep you warm. And it does this all night long. It's really, really cool. And the wild thing is they are luxuriously comfortable and they don't have the high price tag of a lot of other luxury brands out there. So you can feel a lot nicer in these than you would with sheets that you'd find at a lot of five-star hotels. It's crazy. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a friend or a loved one, if you order right now, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L-N at checkout, you'll get three free towels and you'll save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product that it's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee, which means if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. So he goes, he, he's, he said he knew what the valedictorian of his class. Sure. Uh, he was literally the last, like, I think he said 247 out of 247 students. He was the lowest performing student in his school. Yeah. The penultimate, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> the ultimate, <laughs> apparently. Uh, and so uh, he knew what the valedictorian got offered. And so he's like, I'm going to look for a job that pays uh, $20 more an hour. <laughs> Okay. And so he puts together his resume of everything he's done in his life. Yeah. From the coat to the shocker <clears throat> thing to some ham radio stuff to everything from whatever. And then just kind of buries his 1.9 GPA in his resume, right? Sure, it's in there. Yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah, I didn't do good in school, but look at how good I did at everything else. And so eventually he was able to go to a company called Ampex okay. and get $25 more an hour than the valedictorian of his class. And he was like, he's like, honestly, he said the pay was great. And but said, what but felt great was going back to that advisor's office. He said that actually was... showed up at their house <laughs> at their front door. 
<laughs> Saturday night, and, and 11 I said, p.m. I said, how much do you make an hour? <laughs> you want to come work for me? So anyways, so yeah, he, so he went to work for this company called Ampex, which okay. I just need to highlight Ampex for a second. Um, sure. This is an I electronics company. Card. Oh gosh, this is an electronics company started for, by company. An Ale- <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Started by Alexander M. Ponytoff. 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 Mm. Um, it's abbreviated Ampex because it stands for Alexander M. Ponytoff Excellence. Ampex. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. I hate him. That's pretty funny. <laughs> LLC. Oh, that's great. Uh, he's working at Ampex. Sure. And he makes friends with a guy named Ted Dabney. Um, Ted, Ted Dabney excellence. Ted Dabney. Also, also known as Samuel Frederick Ted Dabney Jr. Uh, oh, gosh. Which, so he goes by Ted. Sure. <laughs> um, but while he's there, um, Ted and him. <laughs> Get your feet off the table. No, you had your feet up. I figured I'd put mine. My up. feet are not on. The table. Uh, and so while they're there, uh, they get a. a you want to get comfortable? Okay, fine, whatever, man. Uh, and so, so while they're there, um, they they both get a fast. They both get really into video games. Mm-hmm. Um, video games at this point are. Oh my gosh! <laughs> get out of here with that! What I'm just. Sitting comfortable. <laughs> so y'all know if you block Tim's camera, that is what comes out of him. Just a rage. Okay. So what are they doing? So they, they get into video games. Sure. This is very early video games. Um, yeah. What what was the first video game? Uh, so this is an interesting question. So uh, at the time, uh, there were video games, um, but they were different than what we think about today. There's not like a computer running all these processes. They were actual um, flappers uh, moving switches and stuff to display scores and movements on your screen. Um, so it's a very uh, kind of like primitive radar. Yeah, sure. Um, there was actually a game uh, that was developed while. Do you mean uh, any pictures of what like an original game would look like? Uh, yeah, let me see if I can actually pull up. Uh, so while. Uh, Okay. <laughs> While Nolan was uh, in college, uh, there's this game that came out called Space War. Okay. Let me see if I can. Ah, oh, here we go. Yeah. What was the? Is this the first? What's the first video game? Do we know? Um. Here's just the thing that's interesting. Maybe we should do an episode on it. Um. Space War was in essentially it really was essentially like a modified radar computer screen and it was just a bunch of lights that you fought on uh, your computer similar to like a Space Invaders type game. Okay. And when Nolan was in college now did you have to have this whole setup to play yeah. this one game? Yeah. Wow. And when when Nolan was in college, uh, one of his friends called him into the computer lab. And What's was like, happening hey. in the reflection of this <laughs> screen? I'm so sorry, but you see the guy standing on that. a chair, right? <laughs> you see the guy hands behind his back. 
Standing, you see that, right? It looks like a mental patient because he's like in a robe. He's like tied up. Like he's in beige <laughs> tan he's pants. Tied up. <laughs> he looks tied. That's what I'm saying. And then there's three dudes huddled in, around like, the computer, lab coats, like with their arms around each other. This like they're looks posing straight for out a of picture. Montauk. <laughs> and he's standing on a chair. This is the the Stanford prison experiment at the same time. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's such a that's such a side. And if you're an audio listener, this doesn't make sense at all. But that's I couldn't get past it. I'm the so reflection st- on the screen is weird. It's a really <laughs> There's weird. There's no explanation. I could not tell on my computer that yeah. there was something going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, um, yeah. So it's 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 a space invaders like game. Okay. Um, and this was I mean it's big. Like it's the size of like a desktop computer. Yeah. This was early. This was like the seventies. Um, and essentially all it is is it's just little pixels firing lights and then you've got this thing that's firing at the lights um, and uh, one of uh, one of his friends called him into the computer lab one night and was like hey you got to check this out. I'm gonna blow your socks off um, and showed him this and he was like oh my gosh this is crazy. My socks are gone <laughs> and his thought was because he was working at the amusement park. He's like if I could have this in amusement park, I would make a fortune. Yeah, the problem was these computers were super expensive that they had this. Oh, game yeah, on. for sure. Some kid at MIT made this game. Um, I don't know. Uh, they, they didn't like sell it. It was just like a, a yeah, science fair project. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, but that's not like that's not like the games we think of today. Like it's not like coded. It's like a, a hardware game. And so there's actually switches that we're firing when you're playing that game, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of crazy. Uh, and so they remembered that game while they were working at Ampex and they tried to recreate it and they they did. They recreated a game called Computer Space um, and they tried to sell it um, as like a coin operated game for like arcades, but it didn't really work. No one really wanted it. Um, and and I shouldn't say I shouldn't say it didn't really work because uh, it worked sure. a little bit like it wasn't it wasn't what they expected um, because uh over time, like they they got an investor to invest in it to to manufacture it, sure. And over time, it ended up doing three million in sales, which okay. is good. Over time, over time, yeah, which is good. But it wasn't like didn't keep my business. Wasn't yeah, sure. It wasn't uh, it wasn't a huge a huge success, um, but good enough to where they're like, hey, maybe we could do this. And so the two of them they left um, this uh, uh, Ampex uh, and they started. Uh, Oh, gosh, um, Atari. No, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, noted X, uh, Nolan Bushnell and and Ted. What Dan is with B. them trying to excellence? No, you're joking. <laughs> yeah, but that was taken, <laughs> so they settled for Atari. <laughs> Where are you joking? No, I mean kind of. They originally the game that they wanted to go with was, and here's here's what's they <coughs> pronounce this. Sure. S Y Z Y G Y. Sizigi. I think so, um, but that was taken. Uh, <laughs> what? That there was already a company with that name, and so they couldn't uh, copyright it or trademark it, so they went with Atari. Which I didn't realize this. We did an episode about this, but I guess that that is um, 
similar to when you're playing chess and you have a player in check in the game go when you have a player in check it's called Atari you have them in Atari oh uh, interesting and so that's what and that was uh, Bushnell's favorite game was go yeah uh, which is very interesting I didn't know any of that um, but yeah so they named it Atari after that after having players in check and, and Atari and they started manufacturing um, arcade games was their their plan so they started with this computer science concept and eventually uh, they landed on uh, the infamous Pong. Uh, and so they manufactured Pong. Wow. Um, so that is what is often credited as the first video game. It wasn't. Um, it was the first commercially successful video game. Okay. Um, there was other games that were like science fair projects, kind of. Sure. And like, and there was games that were, I guess this was the first software game. Is probably a better way to put it. Okay. Um, but it, it's not even close to what they originally envisioned, uh, which is interesting. I watched an interview with him, and he said that the the plan was to have the full paddle and the full handle, and to have the motion be like a waving motion, like a ping pong paddle. And uh, we built it, and we just had the top of the paddle. We didn't put together that waving motion, and we didn't put the handle on it yet. Sure. But we were playing it as in like a test with just the, the top part of the paddle, and we're like, this works. Why keep going? <laughs> and um, and so he said they were testing it, and uh, they as they were playing it, they made a lot of decisions. Um, for example, uh, the paddles were too big at first, so they cut it in half because it was too easy, so people could play longer. Um, and so the, they made a bunch of decisions to cut down play time to make sure. it a little bit quicker. Um, and then it was a huge success. They yeah. put it. They, in, in, in fact, they didn't intend on selling this game. This was a proof of concept game for them um, to be like, this is what we can do. Sure. Um, and they were going to take it to bars and clubs and around Silicon Valley and be the like, club. look what we can. Yeah. Stacy, come on! I got you a drink at the bar. Hold on. I'm busy playing Pong. That's the commercial. <laughs> high score. Hi. It, but it's not the high, it's not the high score, guys. High, high score. score. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't afford. <laughs> they couldn't afford somebody excited. Uh, yeah, that'll be two grand if I'm sad. Uh, Four thousand. If you want me excited, <laughs> high score. <laughs> what is this from the loser's perspective? <laughs> you <Hello>. beat me. <laughs> Congrats. Uh, so uh, their intention was to drop it in bars and be like, "Look, this is, can Cisiga. make you a lot of money. We're going to make you." <laughs> what did you just say? Sizaga. <laughs> like we're gonna, this could make you a lot of money. You want us to make you a game? Sure. Uh, and they dropped it in this in this bar. Uh, they actually drove it up to Chicago. Why he chose Chicago? Oh, he'd say they were trying to get it licensed, and so they but they dropped it in a bar in Chicago, and they were there for like a week. And the guy called back the bar owner and was like, "Hey, your machine's broken." And like, "What's wrong with it?" And they're like, "It won't accept any quarters." And so they went and checked on it. It was full. full. Yeah, and they're like, yep. well, "We can solve that problem." And so because of that, they I'll, were like, "Maybe I can we- solve this problem. I'll take those quarters." <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can solve that problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, you just got to get a Q-tip in there and clean out all the quarters. <laughs> uh, so they uh, uh, they started making more of these, and we're like, yeah, we're just going to sell this. Yeah. This is our product. Uh, and he said that 
what they did is they went back and they made three more of them. Um, but they had a problem where because these weren't rich dudes that were just starting a company, they didn't have the money to manufacture these things. And so he said, we were building these machines in our like office space, and then we were selling them. And with the money we got from selling them, we were going and building Making the, the new ones and doing a little more every time. So we were pretty much doubling our inventory with every sale. Um, and he said, we in our first year we uh, did this twenty eight times. Jeez. Uh, so they were doubling their inventory, and he said it, it literally was. We we took over a roller skating rink and we turned that into our manufacturing floor. And he said we literally in the mornings keep the disco ball though. <laughs> it's about culture. What is this? The fifties now. <laughs> this is like I think the seventies at this point. Oh, okay, the seventies, seventy-two. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, he's like, yeah. Oh, Walt, our workplace has a uh, you know, you don't get health benefits. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know, but every day, every day at two, we disco. Every ten minutes, there's a disco ball, <laughs> and we all just. And the guy comes and they still have the little like DJ stand in the thing. The lights turn down and the ball comes down. And, and like, it's oh. time for music. <laughs> it's time for the couple's skate. Could you be more excited? <laughs> we couldn't afford this exciting. We couldn't DJ. afford an exciting DJ. <laughs> that guy did my wedding. <laughs> Just, this is the bride and groom. Yeah, hooray for the bride and groom. Oh, give it up for them. Yeah. <laughs> Fifty percent of marriages end in divorce. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> this guy sucks. So he, uh, uh, so they 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 bought so these in roller skating. They're, they're in the roller skating rings. He said that they would go every morning. He said we would walk into the unemployment office and we would just say, "Don't hey, wait in line, come with us." Follow me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> That's dangerous. There's so many crazy people in the unemployment line. Well, he actually said that. I watched the interview. Yeah. In the interview, he was like, he's like, most of them are crackheads. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm okay. And, and he was like, but uh, we hired a lot of them because we, we just needed them to build cabinets. Yeah. Um, and Think so, about that. If you're playing Pong, a crackhead touched it. <laughs> <laughs> so they got into the business of just making games. So they yeah. started just making a whole bunch of games, selling out these cabinets, and. Um, some games were bigger than others. Some games were. And they're just doing Pong at this point. Well, they started out just doing Pong, and then they branched out to making other games. And sure. So they started inventing all these other games, and honestly, the technology behind <laughs> uh, Duck Hunt is pretty, you know, pretty impressive. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, uh, that's Nintendo, but yeah. And eventually, they branched out into the home entertainment system, which was a huge change. Sure. Um, at the time, there's a bunch of people trying to get into that, like bring the arcade into the home. Um, and what they were trying to do was it was a full console for a single game, the same thing you would have at an arcade. And they said, right. we were the ones who were like, no, it needs to be like a record player where you could change Multiple out games. the game. And so th- he was like kind of an innovator in that. Um, eventually, the company reached a $2 billion valuation. Um, Can you imagine if it was still like that, that it was like you to buy a new <laughs> console for whatever game you wanted to play? Gosh, that would be a nightmare. Kids would play a lot less. You say a $2 billion evaluation? Yeah. Yeah. In what year? Um, I think that was in the 80s. Holy cow. It's a huge company. Um, and, but this was long. That was long after he sold out his we gotta invent ownership. And so he like was still on the board. He still it was employed by Atari. 
but he sold out his ownership because he realized there was two options. We, we, he's like, we hit a funding problem because we just didn't have the money to do as much of the things that we wanted to do. And so the options were either go public or mm-hmm. sell out my ownership and then have like someone with just really deep pockets to fund everything we want to do. And so he sold out the majority of his ownership, uh, stayed a part owner, stayed on the board, sure. still worked there, but um, changed everything. While he was there, uh, this is an interesting tidbit, um, <laughs> one, of, uh, one of his early employees uh, was a guy named Steve Jobs. I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, uh, <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> uh, hired Steve Jobs. Oh, that guy started Sejoex. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh yeah, your company failed. Can we have the name? <laughs> Sejoex? <laughs> Uh, no, I was thinking your name, Steve Jobs. Can I take your name? Oh, <laughs> well, you can be Nolan yeah. Bushnell. Well, there was a different Steve Jobs, <laughs> but then the Steve Jobs that we know went into his office one day <laughs> and sat down and said, "No, yeah, well, this is a nice desk. I think it's mine. I think this is my office yeah, now. Good luck finding another job." Yeah, and that Steve Jobs was just timid enough to say, "Okay, go. all right." Yeah, and See that ya. Steve Jobs started Amazon. <laughs> Weird dude in his mom's garage. They're like, what do you want to call yourself now? <laughs> and, um, Jeffrey. Je- let's say it together. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. That's a good name. That's a good choice. I'm happy. And that's why that. Amazon hates apples because Steve Jobs stole his identity. That's the unknown story. <laughs> That's the, not a lot of people know that side of yeah. Apple. <laughs> yeah. Oof. That's what the bat, the bite means in the logo. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Steve so Jobs works there. Steve Jobs works for Atari. Uh, it was his only job he had before Apple. Um, and uh, funny little side story. Uh, I guess Steve never showered and was just all around a jerk at the time. Uh, and so a bunch of employees were complaining about him. And uh, like, so he smells bad. <laughs> he's rude. That guy stinks and he stinks. He stinks. <laughs> he stinks. You can see the stage come on. And so uh, what uh, what Bushnell said is he said, well, um, everyone wanted me to fire him. And he says, well, what I did is I just moved him to the night shift. And he's like, we didn't have a night shift. And so we did, he kept working for us. He was just the only one in there at night. And he said, the benefit of that, and he says, he says, honestly, he said, one of my leading motivations for that is he said, Steve was a good programmer, but his friend Steve Wozniak was a better programmer. And I knew if Steve was working at night, his friend Steve Wozniak would come work on projects with him. And so I knew oh. I would get two Steve's for the price of one. And so really both of wow. the founders of Apple <clears throat> were working at Atari, but only one of them was getting paid, That's which is well. just like the Apple story, actually. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's an interesting. Yeah, uh, I guess Steve Jobs smells bad. Um, <laughs> that's the moral. Of that's the story. what I heard. <laughs> hey, thanks for checking out this episode. If you're enjoying it, make sure you subscribe. And while you're at it, leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening, leave a review. That stuff really helps a lot. It really boosts us in the algorithms uh, and makes sure a lot more people get to see what we're doing. Uh, And so we appreciate that a ton. Leave that comment, leave that review, uh, and we'll see you in the next episode. Uh, But long story short, Atari has a lot of success. Things are going great for um, Bushnell and 
uh, the rest of the Atari clan. Um, <clears throat> but uh, uh, well, Bushnell's What's Atari there, doing now? Uh, they're kind of in the background. That's right. They yeah. still exist, but they're not doing. They're not innovative anymore, and yeah. they don't, they're not really making games anymore. They're more just selling like TV consoles for the old school games. They're like, Got remember it. when you used to love us? That's what they do. But this nostalgia factor is such a you could. I mean, you could ride that out. Yeah, you I know? mean, it's, it's like Nintendo they're, they're re-releasing the NES. Yeah, they're still a business, but they're just not what they were. Sure. Um, and, and so after after the sale, uh, Bushnell uh, struggled at Atari a bit because now he had a boss, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, he didn't take well to that. And the his boss kept canceling all of his little pet projects um, because he was like, "That's not profitable for us to just dump a mm-hmm. bunch of money into this random crazy idea," which was what Atari had done the entire time it existed. Sure. He would do those crazy things that would make no money. Um, and they'd be like, well, that's a bummer. And then he would just move on to a new thing and it's some crazy new thing. Yeah. Um, and so they, he started having struggles with that. Eventually, he left his board seat um, to start his second company um, that he had been dreaming about since high school. Uh, <laughs> uh, what? The company. <laughs> okay, Cupid? What are you telling me? What, your- <laughs> what is your weird. Uh, the company uh, was Chuck E. Cheese's. And. <laughs> What? No way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's, here's what I love about this. Uh, he really, 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 really wanted to work for Disney. Um, and so after college, he was trying to get a job at Disneyland to build the He's robots. Like, I'll make my own mouse. <laughs> kind of. Because <laughs> he wanted to build the robots. And so he kept applying and they kept being like, bro, you had a 1.9 GPA. And he'd be like, fine, I'll go. He's like, oh, you saw I'll that? I'll go work for mm. Ampex. They're excellent. <laughs> So he started Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, because and, and it was him and his buddy. Do you know that Chuck E. Cheese on DoorDash is Pascoli's? <laughs> like they try to hide themselves the like a pizza place. <laughs> that they're Chuck E. Cheese. So you could order like Pascoli's pizza on <laughs> on DoorDash and be like, what's this place called Pascoli's? Yeah. And then it shows up and nothing on the box would make you think it's Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> That's awesome. But if you're a DoorDasher, as I once yeah. was. Then I was like Pascoli's, Where's and that? I went, and the address was Chucky good Jesus. old Chuckard's cheese. I wonder if Pascoli's means like Chucky in French or something. No, like it's that. the name of the chef robot. Oh, Pascoli. <laughs> That's even better. Yeah, it's Pascoli's. That's like naming it Ratatouille. Uh, yeah, kind of. <clears throat> which is uh, oddly uh, ties in pretty well. Uh, so the concept originally was Coyote's Pizza. Okay, uh, was what they named it, and his dream was uh, a place where you could go and you could play video games and eat pizza, because uh, he he had this dream before arcades existed. Sure, even. Um, it was, I mean he had the dream before our, even video games existed. Before it, pizza, existed. yeah, he, it was like a carnival game place and pizza. Yeah, before pizza existed, <laughs> um, and uh, he was like he's like he, he's like here's what we need. We need a place with lots of great games. Yep. And we need pizza, and the reason he chose yeah. pizza is because without all the youth pastor stuff, because he's almost describing <laughs> church. We need games, pizza, no youth. Pastors. We need a godless place. <laughs> we need a godless. Games. He went to youth group once, and he's like, "How can I do this without God? <laughs> How can I take all the God out of this?" They they have the band. They have a worship they have a band. Worship band. <laughs> 
That's is interesting. there a theology at Chuck E. Cheese as well? This or is, is a, it fully this, like well, I will say in the two thousands, remember Chuck E. Cheese used to have that control room and you could push the buttons and they would say stuff over the speakers and you could control it. And that's like the voice of God or the preacher, I don't know. And you could have it say things to yeah. everyone in the I store. volunteer there. <laughs> I volunteer at Chuck E. Cheese. I volunteer at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, I, vol- no, I volunteer there. Yeah, the kids ask me how old no, I, I am all the time. I volunteer for kids ministry. <laughs> Secular kids ministry. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, no, what he said is he said <clears throat> obviously the games are where the money's at. Yeah, because you get a quarter play. And it, there's money in that, uh, and he said, but if we sell pizza, um, one that's an extra revenue stream, not a but huge one, but an extra longer. revenue stream. But yeah, that's the idea. Is yep is while they're waiting for the pizza to cook, it takes time for it to cook. It gets them in the door. It takes time for them to cook. Then they play a bunch of games while they're waiting for that to cook and then they eat it and then they're like, I want to play some more games. Um, But what he knew is he said, if we have this thing where kids are just asking their parents, hey, can I go to that arcade and play games and eat pizza? Then the parents are like, "Ah, I don't know if I want to go do that. Like, that's so we a hard need, sell. We need a band for the parents to watch. <laughs> no, what he says is he we he said we need a character. We need to make an experience out of it because they want to go see Chucky. They're like, um, hey, can I go see Chucky? Then that's a thing. It makes it almost like Disney, where it's like, let me go see Chucky, uh, and the parents are more likely to say yes to that. But before he had the idea for Chuck E. Cheese, it was Coyote. It was a Coyote Coyote's Pizza, and he wanted a well, Coyote live Coyote. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go see the guy. The guy goes, they just add in the dad's cage. It's a petting zoo. I think it's coyote, but okay, I guess we'll go. <laughs> That's a breakfast place. Coyotes. Coyotes. <laughs> yeah, coyote a, meal. So he he was going. He went to this like a uh, conference, like a a costume conference. <laughs> <laughs> this is. There's no way this is real, right? This is the same story. (laughs) This is the same story. He went to like a costume conference, a mascots conference. And while he was there, he bought this coyote costume. And he's like, he's like, here's the thing. He's, I I know my engineers could build these robots and get them to talk and play their instruments. He's like, but I don't think I can get them to make it look like a coyote. And so he's like, I'm going to buy a mascot costume. Put the robot inside and put the, put the robot inside the mascot. What did the original look like? And so they bought, um, he went and he bought this costume uh, and (laughs) <laughs> they build it. They build it, and he comes in, and he's like, he's like, hey, how's the coyote coming? And they're like, the what? And he's like, the coyote. And they're like, there's no coyote. And he's like, yeah, that mascot costume I brought you to make talk. And they're like, that's a rat. And he was like, what? <laughs> and they bring it out, and like, this is a rat. Look, it's got a tail. It's got the bike teeth. They're like, this is a rat. And he's like, oh, I thought it was a coyote. <laughs> and he's like, well, that was a problem because my whole restaurant was going to be based around this mascot. And so he's like, so I had to change it. So he said, I changed it to rats pizza and I took it. He said, I took oh it to my, my marketing gosh. department and my marketing, my marketing department was like, what is this a joke? Yeah, they're like, you can't call it rats pizza. And so he's like, I told them uh, come up with a better name for the mascot and the, they came up with Chuck E. Cheese's and they're like, because you smile three times when you say it, Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, that's what they said. Yeah, that's what they said. Terrifying. Like, <laughs> what did the original look like? Uh, so yeah, this is. I don't know if this is the that's first. That's not the one. original one. I don't know if this is the first one. But this is first of all, that's early, a, that's a coyote. Early Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> that's a coyote. <laughs> See, it's like what Chuck E. Cheese. That's what Chuck E. looks like now. No, it's not. Chuck E. looks totally different. Let me see if I can get a picture of the first Chuck E. Cheese. Is that him? Yeah, that's him. Oh, wow. that's him. When it, I mean, when he made Chuck E. Cheese early. So that's early Chuck E. Cheese. The new, the new Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, so like literally the older Chuck E. Cheese. What's that? The new Chuck E. Cheese looks closer to the old Chuck E. Cheese. Have you seen the new Chuck E. Cheese? No. What's the new Chuck E. Cheese? Look like? I don't like the new Chuck E. Cheese. It's an imposter. 
Oh, actually, okay. here's here's the four eras of this Chuck is the one I remember. The one you're showing right now is the one that I remember. You do up. not remember this. You that guy. You never went to a Chuck E. Cheese with a Chuck E. That looked like this. This was like yes. 20 years before us. No. Well, it, I, it, if you did, what then year? your Chuck E. Cheese was out of date. What year? This was like the 80s Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Okay. We we should have been that Chuck E. Cheese, that that third the, Chuck E. Cheese. No, 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 no. Or maybe the second. I was just saying, maybe the the second one looks closer to that first one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I remember this I, one. I remember the third one the most. I maybe, not, maybe I was going to Chuck E. Cheese in high school. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember this one at all. I'm saying I remember not. I the, remember the red hat. Yes, I remember I, the red hat. I don't remember the red. I remember. And hey, I, remember I remember the the, the the cartoon logo on this. I side. remember the logo in the second one. Yeah, but I don't remember no, no, no. the character. I had, so I, I remember. Just gotten back from World War Two, <laughs> and I remember going. I, I that's what I remember. Yeah, I don't know, but no, the new one, this this yellow one, the second one is what was in like the later nineties, early two thousands. Is is second yellow one, right? First yellow one. They made that change probably ninety eight, ninety nine, probably. No way. I 100%. think that was early. 100%. This was this was. I remember going to Chuck E. Cheese and having the this new one, one looks like a Zootopia here. character. It does. Yeah, they definitely were going for that. They were like, yeah, we need to make that more. Yeah, modern. less scary. Yeah. No, well, anyway. Yeah, but I mean, I guess you could see it. If you look at that first one, you could see why he thought that was a rat <laughs> or, a, or a coyote. A coyote. I, mean, know, I could see it. I want to make all four of them on stage <laughs> and then the voice. It's the rat back just goes. It's time for <laughs> I thought you were gonna finish it. I don't know what you're saying. Oh, I was trying to fill this thing off. Oh, we're not ready yet. We this is such a long episode. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to end it. We're not ready for the end. Oh, well, how does it I mean, not I end guess, at Chuck E. I Cheese? Guess, uh, yeah, I guess. How I does guess, it not end at Chucker Ch- 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 Charles, the chat, the cheese guy? <laughs> Ch- what are you talking about? What's after this? I mean, I guess yeah. Like, he, he, he started Chuck E. Cheese. He did some stuff. Uh, I guess the only other really interesting thing is he is was that he filled off the devil. He had a lot of. <laughs> he, he started a, a couple dozen other businesses. Oh um, really? Yeah. Like and, what? Um, well, he got really into robots for a little bit. Um, this wasn't successful, uh, but these were like personal robots. They were going to bring you stuff from your fid- fridge and things like that. He named them all. Um, he started a really early version of Furbies. They were your pets. Um, and they talked to you okay. um, and uh, but it wasn't Furby and that didn't work. Um, point is he started all these ideas and different businesses um, and most of them didn't work out. He had Chuck E. Cheese and Atari that were giant winners, um, but everything else wasn't anywhere near as close of a, of a winner, Sure, um, but he was always ahead of the curve. Um, for example, in the 80s, he had uh, computer shopping. And so they were laser discs. You could buy. You could go buy this laser disc and t- put it in your computer, and you can order stuff on your laser disc, and then bring your laser disc back and turn it in, and then they would ship it to you. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, but it didn't take off because it was just too early, and most people were not like. It's like Redbox, but you're ordering something. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so he a lot of stuff. He did a lot of stuff where he was just too early. Um, sure. Like the technology wasn't there or the public wasn't there for that yet and wasn't ready for that. Um, most of his ideas that failed early ended up coming back later and being a big success. Got it. Um, but uh, he also was just, um, he mentioned the reason why he worked. He actually wrote a book that didn't really take off. It was too early. <laughs> Before books. No, he wrote a book. I mean, like, the, you know, books existed, but he wrote a book about a vampire in Washington. Right, and this vampire meets this high school girl, and for some reason the vampire is sparkly. People didn't yeah. like it. 
Yeah, yeah. She was already in love with the werewolf, though. It was too early. Was, well, he thought it was a werewolf. <laughs> it was actually just it's a rat. rat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's not a werewolf. That's not a werewolf. Do you that's know a rat. What a werewolf is. <laughs> Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Would you like to meet my dog? <laughs> yeah, I've got three adorable dogs. <laughs> okay. That's a rat. Those are all rats. <laughs> Those are possums. Those are giant rats. <laughs> I think you're describing Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> like spot on. <laughs> That's where I got the inspiration because they were singing all the time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, no, but yeah, he, he had a problem with spending and that's why he worked at the amusement park because he realized if he wasn't working, he was spending money. Yes. And so when he made a bunch of money, he like bought all these planes. He bought a bunch of houses. He got into competitive sailboating. Me and him are very similar. If I'm not working, I'm spending. <laughs> Um, and so what's crazy is he started these two giant companies. Sure, um, but he doesn't have a lot. I mean, he's still very rich, but compared to a lot of people who start companies that size, he's not even close because he spends he so didn't much. Invest it, yeah, yeah. He didn't and it. and when he does invest it, it usually doesn't work out because he's just investing in all these crazy things that sure. are too early, whatever. Like he bought Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he started this thing called Twitter Red. Didn't take off. Didn't take off. Didn't take you off. Know? Um, too early. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, yeah. So he's an interesting guy. Uh, I guess there's more, but you're done, so it's fine. I didn't say I was done. I was just saying we're, it's been a <laughs> you how what how long we record? What's your timer on? Uh, an hour and two, but we cut that's out. That's what I'm some. saying. We we're cutting some of that. Okay. I don't know. I, I it's fine. There's nothing else that's super interesting. He's just mm. got some other other business ventures. Got into competitive racing. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Oh, he was friends with John McAfee. Uh, John, he said that uh, Nolan is one of the brightest minds in cyber technology. In his career, he founded more than twenty high tech companies. Why do you sound like the DJ from the wedding right now? <laughs> Nolan was one okay, of the I brightest. Guess, I guess the last really interesting thing we should hit about him is sure, fiddle off. No, I really want to hit this. I want this in the episode. This no. is interesting. This God, is really interesting. So I really long. want this. This one's an interesting one. Ah, I'm here against my will. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it's this after anymore. Night, you have to sit I, in the cruiser. Uh, uh, the sun's down. You have to sit in the cruiser. You were going too fast. Uh, All right, ready? Yeah. All right. Uh, so <laughs> here's what happened. Um, he, he talked it out. Can in you do at least do a fake fiddle <laughs> off then? Yeah, yeah, fiddle it it's in. in the for, fiddle it in for All a second right. and then fiddle it. Yeah, you know. Uh, so here's. He, fiddle it on <laughs> for a second. <laughs> so here's the thing. So I don't want to do this. When he worked at Atari. Okay. When he owned Atari. I was going to say. When he owned Atari, um, there was something. Uh, the tech world. This was in Silicon Valley. Yeah. The tech world at that time was very tight laced. Sure, uh, it was. It was nine to five, white shirts, uh, ties. Like yes. it was. It was strict, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what he realized is he was like, he's like, he's like, all these engineers. It's the seventies at the time. He's like, all these engineers are coming in here with their white shirts and the ties, nine to five, like acting like super professional. And he's like, I know on the weekend they're going out to the desert. And they're wearing these weird hippie things and just getting high all weekend. 
And he's like, I don't want you to pretend. And so he's like, he's like, he got rid of all those processes. Mm-hmm. He got rid of the the times that they had to be there, the nine to five schedule. He got rid of the dress code. Um, he put a tap in his office so people could come in and like get a beer if they needed to talk to him. Nice. Um, and so because of that, Steve Jobs loved the work environment. Um, and Steve took that idea to Apple and made Apple what it is. And yeah. now every company has copied Apple. And so really he was the first in the 70s to be one of these they had a disco silicon <laughs> to be one of these Silicon Valley cor- corporate places that focuses on culture and like has these activities and the beanbag chairs and all the weird seating and the weird and you had to watch schedule. robot animals <laughs> play every day. And he what well, what he said we're a live band <laughs> <laughs> in the break room. He knows these aren't coyotes, right? <laughs> They're just sitting there playing. The day the music died. <laughs> well, during the Christmas season, they play Christmas songs. You know. <laughs> I hate that you're moving. <laughs> you're talking so quiet, <laughs> and when you move, you barely hear it. So, uh, but his I uh, couldn't sing it. We don't have the copyright. <laughs> that's you're right. If it's quiet enough, they won't know. <laughs> couldn't sing this public domain <laughs> song. Lawyers can't hear below thirty decibels or yeah. whatever. I don't know what's a normal decibel number, <laughs> but they can't hear below that. <laughs> so, if you need to say anything illegal, say quiet. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Hold on. If you need to say anything illegal, say quiet. <laughs> Whisper back. <laughs> no, okay, no. So he, they, they, uh, they even. What else is there? They even went to yeah, go keep get going. Their, they even <laughs> they went never stop. To keep go going. Their medical benefits. I want so much more. <laughs> they went to go get their med- medical benefits, and when they went, uh, he had budgeted amount for health insurance, mm-hmm. and they came back with a number because their entire workforce was so young. It was super cheap, and he's like, "That's way less than I budgeted." And so he's like, "Why don't you guys add dental and eye and all this other stuff to it?" And so then they came back and gave them this huge benefit package because everyone was so young. It was super cheap, and so then it became a thing where it was like, "Oh, you need to offer all these benefits. You need to have this oh, work culture." Oh yeah, it's really their fault. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at me like maybe fault wasn't a good Tim always <laughs> reveals himself to be a Scrooge. It's, I'm not you saying know? it's their fault. I'm okay, saying Ebenezer. They they were forerunners in that. Their disco ball in their office, their mm-hmm. their culture, their good they, benefits. Yeah, you can play Pong during your breaks. <laughs> I watched an interview. He said he said after but no we- God. <laughs> We'll have all the games. All we'll the have games the music. <laughs> we'll have the vibes. But as soon as someone brings no. up Jesus, <laughs> it's over for you. But uh, uh, he talked about in an interview. He said, "Yeah, after we unveiled this benefits package, he said the next week, I kid you not, every woman on our team had braces." He said, "Every single one." <laughs> wow. 
So did I ever tell you what I told my uh, or asked my orthodontist when I first got my braces? What I said, if I kiss a girl, with she has braces. Will they get stuck together? <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone asked that. Did they? I think that's. A, I think that's a question they feel a lot. It's a real. It's a real fear. Yeah, because I'm saying that because I, I remember asking it. that question and they they pitched back quickly. They yeah, knew. they were like, no. They were like, yeah. They, they like, said, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they told me definitely. Don't go kissing any girls. Oh, you went to the youth pastor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was called. Youth pastor. Make eye dentist. contact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my contacts. I, I got contacts. They to a secular orthodontist, <laughs> and they were, they were like, kiss all the girls you want. <laughs> I went. I went. I got my contacts, and my eye doctor was like, "Yeah, if you kiss a girl, your contacts are gonna get stuck to her." It was another ten years before I got my first kiss, though. <laughs> Didn't have, didn't have to worry about it. Tell you that. Didn't worry about it at all. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyways, so sure, sure. You've wanted to fiddle this off for months. So, uh, Chucky, take it away. <laughs> Things alone last night is a production of Space Tim Media. Produced by Christian Taylor. Audio is edited by Alex Garnett. Video by Connor Betts. Social media is run by Caleb Walker and graphic design by Caleb Goldberg. Our hosts are Jaron Myers and Tim Stone. Please follow us on social media at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Leave a review, comment, subscribe wherever you are. Thank you for listening to Things I Learned Last Night.